You're listening to A Little Bit Better, the podcast, where we talk about how breaking goals and small steps can lead to big results in our lives. We also examine why we do the things we do. We look at the cause and effects of our thoughts, our actions, and inactions, and how they influence how we live our lives, how we see the world, and how we think and feel. I'm your host, Chris Whale, a life and health coach. Thanks for joining Hi, welcome back to A Little Bit Better, the podcast. I am your host, Chris Swale, life coach and founder of A Little Bit Better. Today, we're going to talk about kindness. It is December 29th, where I am right now. So we're about to begin a new year and end the old one. This is a time when a lot of people think New Year's resolutions got to start over. And there can also be a lot of judgment about the year you've just had or are closing out. And I just want to say, it doesn't matter when you're listening to this, this message always stands true. And what it is, is going with kindness is ending and beginning with kindness. And it begins with you. We, as humans, we judge. We judge everything we do. We judge things that others do. It is as natural almost as breathing at times. It serves a purpose because judgment does help us see who we are, who we want to be. It can help get us motivated, um, but it can also be really harmful. And it can be harmful because we can compare. The problem is we compare without ever knowing all of the elements or all of the factors that go into a thing, especially when we're looking outwards at other people and comparing with our own successes or perceived failures. And the worst part about this comparing, this judgment and comparison mentality is that it often comes along with a lack of kindness. And often that lack of kindness is directed inward at ourselves. And so this is a great time of year. You don't have to have any New Year's resolutions. I I, I always flip-flop. Sometimes I think it's a great thing. Sometimes I'm just not in the mood, right? And I think that's totally okay because there can be all this pressure to have New Year's resolutions. And what if you don't really know what you want or you're not really feeling motivated? at that time. You don't have to do things because everybody else is doing them. In fact, just a little aside before we start, before we continue with the topic today, is that I have had a lot of, um, as you know, health struggles if you've been listening for a bit. And so I'm not feeling great in my body right now and have finally broken through a lot of the pain barriers that I've been feeling. And so decided, okay, time to get back into shape and get back to a regular routine of movement and healthy eating and making sure my water intake is great. All these things I should have been doing before, but I wasn't in the right place to do them because I was feeling crappy. And sometimes that happens. You just can allow yourself to go to survival or to comfort zone knowing I I can do this because I know that I will get out of it. And so last week I was feeling my energy back and my body, I felt like I could move again in my body without too much discomfort. And so, and I looked at the calendar and I see, "Mm, okay, in 10 days, we're going to be January 1st. So I can start my regiment right then. But instead I said, nope, I'm going to start it today. Today on December 22nd is day one of getting back to my prime health. And so I started and I have been working out every day. And again, this doesn't mean crazy working out. One day was skiing with my kids. One day was a hike. One day I did um, bar and I've done cycling. So it doesn't matter what it is, but I just wanted to move my body every day for a minimum of 20 minutes. And that's what I've been doing. And my start date was December 22nd. How random is that? Doesn't matter. But when I felt motivated to start, that was the right, wait, that was the right day to start. So back to this kindness thing, even with that, in relation to what I just told you, my little sidebar there, 
is that I was feeling crappy about myself too. And I was judging myself. I don't like how I look in my body right now. I don't like how I feel in my body right now. And that also affects my energy levels and how I show up, right? It is really important to me to be active and it doesn't have to look like throwing on workout clothes and one hour hitting the gym. It can just be, I just need to move every day. And it just has tremendous domino effect in a great way on the rest of my health and my mental health, on how my social health, how I show up for my family, my energy, all the things. So, but what I was doing was I was shaming myself for not having sustained that at this point in the year. And, and that's not helpful. And I realized that, especially after I know we don't want to keep going back to this conversation, but we did just live through a pandemic, which is really traumatizing on many different levels for people in different ways for different reasons. But one of them, I'm not sure actually, it would be interesting to hear your feedback. I found that people have been either really, really nice or really, really not nice. And, and there's been a big lack of compassion. Particularly, I think, in people who don't really know each other very well. Strangers, I guess, if we want to go there. Yeah, at the same time, I have had some beautiful conversations with people who really are reaching out and being kind because they need that and they realize that this social connection is such a good and healthy thing for us to do. But on the flip side, I've just been really shocked by a lack of compassion. And the thing with compassion is that when you're exuding or anyone is exuding a lack of compassion outwards, there's usually a lack of compassion inwards as well. And so it's a big flag for me that the world needs to be reminded to be kind and that you are good and the person across the road is good and the person in the store is good. Generally, people are really good. And it's, it's so it's so fascinating when you see social groups and you see this discord when I'm not sure if you've ever had this where you actually end up sitting down with somebody that maybe you didn't know very well and perhaps didn't like or just sort of they rubbed you the wrong way. But for whatever reason, you end up in a situation where you get to sit down with them one-on-one and you have a great conversation and you realize that they're good people. And I just think it's so interesting because we forget that within all these groups, that people are generally good and they're generally kind, which is why we have our groups because people wouldn't hang out with people if they're not kind. I mean, it happens. I know we can go there, but we're not right now. But in general, people gravitate towards each other and they form groups because of common bonds. And and there has to be an element of good and kind and nice and love within these groups. It's just that sometimes we forget that. And, and there's a lot of competition in the world. A lot of, I think there's a lot of stories that we tell ourselves and we tell each other about each other and are just these perceptions of how somebody else is. And back to my openers, we don't know though all the factors. And sometimes, you know, I think one of the biggest ones, and I myself have experienced this and have many times had conversations with others who have been so surprised when they find out that some people thought that they were snobby when in reality they were just shy as heck. And, you know, and so it's, it can be so startling to realize that there's these two completely conflicting point of views about the personality of the same person, of one person. Where, so you can see how we can misconstrue somebody's actions or lack of actions, somebody not making eye contact, somebody not acknowledging you or whatever, speaking friendly to or even answering a text back. People have different styles. I sometimes I, you know, there's people in my life now that I know their text style because in the beginning when I was getting used to them, I was like, this person's kind of harsh. Like, you know, thinking that they were just kind of rude and maybe I was bothering them. But 
really, I'm not. And that was a story I was telling myself. And so again, I want to bring it back to kindness. We tell ourselves so many stories every day. Some of them we're very conscious of, and many of them, probably most of them were not because we're, our mind is always judging. We're always seeing things and computing those. And a lot of that computing is deciding how we feel about that thing or that person or that situation. And that often means, do we like it? Do we not like it? Are we offended? Are, do we put a wall up? Are we nervous? Is it dangerous? Do we like it? Do we feel welcome? And do we feel loved and received? And everybody else in the world is doing this too. Another really interesting thing that's come up many times in conversations lately is how people feel really lonely, even when they're in a big group or a small group, but there's just this element of this lack of connection. And again, that can come back to kindness. When you aren't being kind to yourself, when you're thinking, oh my gosh, I screwed up there. I shouldn't have said this. Oh, I should have done this. I shouldn't have done that. Whatever it is, this is so much judgment and the judgment can bring in guilt or shame, which can then manifest and it can spiral and become a bigger thing, which can then stop us from saying hi to somebody else or inviting them over or calling them or sending an email or anything really that puts ourselves out there in a social capacity or even in a capacity that allows ourselves to do something that we want to do, something that would actually nurture us. Again, because this is the end of the year when I'm recording this, I'm going to bring it back to this year-end thing. A lot of times, especially in Q4, you know, whether it's work or personally, people are like, push, 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 push. And there can be this almost panic about, oh gosh, I got to close these deals, make this money, lose this weight achieve this goal, whatever it is. And and it is great. Sometimes these markers, these general sort of social milestone markers are a great way for us to track things. And so January 1st, a new year, it's an easy marker for us to use to begin something and also end something. But what happens if we didn't achieve the things that we wanted to achieve? Well, we, when we bring shame or guilt or whatever, harsh judgment upon ourselves for not doing what we had hoped or planned to do, then a couple things can happen. One is sometimes we just fully give up, even if we were close on a goal. And even if we're not, the achievement of the goal is not the whole goal. The journey is so much more of the goal because you learn so much, especially in failure, right? So, but often if we don't achieve it by this end of year, we're like, oh my gosh, we're the worst. Give up. I suck. I can't do anything. And that's not helpful for our self-esteem. It's not helpful for us to actually achieve that thing we wanted to do. Because really, the end of the year, it's just December 31st is a day and January 1st is another day. And they are consecutive and they are different years, but that's it. But it actually means nothing. Like, it really means nothing. It's just, you know, like yesterday and today. They are just two days beside each other. So what if you didn't achieve your goal until January 10th or July 19th? of the following year. It doesn't matter. So, but when we get this self-criticism, this lack of kindness and compassion for ourselves, then we can give up on goals. Another thing it does is that if we do decide to continue with the goal, we've put this extra weight on it. And so we're actually making it harder for ourselves to achieve that goal because we're now carrying this, oh, well, you didn't manage to do it before in time. So, you know, you know, it's like this chipping away at our abilities, our confidence, and our self-worth. And a third thing that can happen is we can just decide to not do it the way we wanted to do it. And and that's a big caveat because sometimes that's the best part of failing or just going along the way and achieving and then realizing that it 
does need to go a different way or you'd want it to go a different way. But sometimes we just sort of half-ass it on purpose just to get to that goal. And then we feel crappy about that afterwards because we know we could have done better or that we did want more and we didn't get it just so that we could hit some date. So I just wanted to remind everybody that a date is just a date. A day is just a day. A month is a month. And it doesn't matter when you start and when you finish things. So go in kindness with that. Remember that because when you don't, it holds you back. If you're looking back at your year, evaluating what you did, how you felt, and I actually highly encourage you to do that because it's another way to connect with yourself. And that's a form of kindness and compassion, giving yourself this time to reflect and really get to know and how you are. How do you feel right now in mind and body emotions? How did you do what you wanted to do last year? If not, why not? What got in the way? And and sometimes there could be factors that were completely out of your control. Sometimes they aren't. And that's okay to just recognize again with no judgment. I know it's so hard, but just try to have compassion about it and recognize places where you could change and do better if that's what you want to do. And if you're not sure why you didn't achieve something, that's also a great starting point when you want to reevaluate a goal. Okay, what? why didn't I achieve that? And really dig in and see, was the timing unrealistic? Did I not have the right resources or, you know, people, things, money, planning, time, whatever it is. So whatever happened, successes, non-successes, I'm using loosely, then doing a year review is a really, really cool and fun and interesting exercise. It can also help you plan for the new year. It can help you decide what goals you want to achieve, what's worth it, what is realistic, and what you really truly want to do. And when you can do this evaluation, this review, and then planning your look forward, when you can do this with a lot of openness and minimize that judgment, I know it might come in a little bit, then you will be able to set yourself up to start again in kindness. And when you begin in kindness, you're building your confidence and self-esteem. You're establishing or reaffirming that you have worth and you are giving, you're being a cheerleader in your own core. If you don't believe you can do something, then how would you really put all your effort and all your good energy and your heart into it, right? You can do so many things. We all have moments of being strong and we all have moments of being weak. Sometimes we don't want to do a review a review, or we don't want to be kind to ourselves because we don't want to look weak. We don't want to remind ourselves that we didn't do things we wanted to do. But those things sit with us and they, they weigh us down. So just allow yourself the kindness and compassion to explore what didn't work and what did work. And also applaud yourself, applaud your successes, applaud your failures, applaud when you got back up, applaud when you showed up and you didn't want to, and when you lent a hand and when you were in service to other people. Remember how all that feels and how that lifts you up and when, and remember how it feels when somebody's kind to you and give that kindness back. But most importantly, kindness needs to begin with you. So end this year in kindness, begin the next one in kindness. I know you can do it. You deserve it. You are such an incredible person and you have so much to offer. The world is yours to experience and we're going to experience highs and we're going to experience lows. It's just part of it. So allow yourself that. There's no shame in any of it. Live your life, live the journey, be present and be kind. I'm wishing you all the best. I know you've got this. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to A Little Bit Better. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find this podcast. 
share the love. Subscribe to A Little Bit Better so you never miss an episode. Share it with your friends and family. You can follow me on Instagram at chris.swale and my website is a littlebitbetter.ca. I'd love to hear from you and if you'd like information about my coaching, please reach out. I am Chris Swale. I am excited to connect again with you soon. So until next time, have fun being a little bit better.